Okay, so today we're going to talk about the digital age and social media marketing. So the first thing I'd say to everyone out there is if you do not plan on being in the business in the next five years, just turn the, turn the station right now. You don't need to listen to this one. Go back, go back to your house, plan your retirement, listen to some uh, golden oldies in the 70s or 80s. But if you plan on being in the industry in the next five years, you really need to, to shift gears a little bit. You know, maybe crank up your Drake, little, little Nas X, some Taylor Swift, some Ariana Grande, whatever works for you, and then sit back and listen to this show. So I'm coming back from the Bahamas. My wife and I had went there for a couple of days last week after we taped last week's show. And when I got back to Newark, we ordered an Uber. Uber driver shows up and he's in a Porsche, like a Porsche Cayenne, really, really nice car. So I get into the car and I start talking to the guy because I, I love taking an Uber because you get to talk to everybody. So I'm asking, well, what did you do? He told me he was retired. I said, what did you do prior to this? And he said he worked for a Fortune 500 company. I won't mention the name. And his job was to interpret big data for companies to solve problems. I thought it was really fascinating, right? Because we all know it's a big data world. So the only question I really had for him was, have you ever ran into a situation where you couldn't solve a problem through data? And he looked at me and he said, 100% no. All problems can be solved through data. And I thoroughly included salespeople, operational, everything. And I sat back and thought about it. In today's day and age, it's absolutely true. Like if you analyze enough data... No matter what industry that you're in, you know how to solution the problems that you run into. And when you look at where we're at right now in the world, from a marketing standpoint, from a sales standpoint, we've really shifted over into digital marketing. A couple of stats for you. In 1981, the number one way that someone got to, a real, got to see real estate was through a real estate agent, drive by the property, and they go into the location where the brick-and-mortar store was. And number two was newspaper. What's black and white right all over? It's a newspaper. Now, no one would get that joke, depending on how old you are. I got Nick looking at me funny right now. Like, what are you talking about? But 22% uh, people were from a newspaper. By 2018, 44% were viewing properties online. By 2020, it was 97%. The stats aren't out yet for 2021, but those stats are likely going to be 98 to 99% of people are looking at properties to buy a home online. 76% of home buyers are using mobile devices or tablets in all their home searches, and millennials outpace everyone else by a two-to-one ratio, so they're really bringing up the average. In the real estate industry, people are and in the mortgage industry, people are using electronic signatures 83% of the time. They're doing comparable home analysis, uh, which is all online valuation, 82% of the time. Electronic contracts, 80% of the time. The MLS is used 80% of the time. And according to the National Association of Realtors, with inventory being so low right now, and there's such a demand with affordability and inventory, and it's at the forefront of everything, 41% of real estate companies are really struggling to keep up with technology. And that's from the company end of it. From the realtor end, it's probably a little bit higher than that. I'll get into that in a minute. 95% uh, of realtors uh, communicate via email. 57% use social media apps daily. So I just want to talk a little bit before we bring on our guest about the demographics of your average real estate agent. So your average real estate agent's 54 years old, white, female that owns a house that has some college. 
So that's who, that's who your average real estate agent is. The median age is 52 and the average is 54. Now your average first time home buyer, which is 37% of the market, is 33 years old, a millennial, and it's the largest demographic in the country. It represents about 72 million people, bigger than the baby boomers, bigger than everybody. That's the first time home buyer. Now your average reseller, you know, someone who's selling a, their house to purchase a new one, it's 56 years old. So they kind of mesh with that real estate agent that's 54 years old. But if you're looking to, again, stay in this industry, really it's the first time home buyer market. It has a huge pent up demand due to COVID and being priced out of the market and low down payment. That's the market that you need to be going after. Now, if you're 54 years old trying to promote to a 33-year-old, do you really know how to do it in an effective level? And I would probably, just based on my experience in the industry, a lot of people just do not do that at a high level. So I wanted to introduce today Mr. Trevor West. Hey, hey. Hey, Trevor. Welcome. Thanks for having me. And Trevor and I have known each other for quite some time. And he's really done an exceptional job in the social media space. But before I go there, you know, tell us about yourself, Trevor. I'm Trevor West. I'm uh, with Keller Williams Ocean Living. I'm a realtor who uh, is full-time over the last year. I've gone full-time into real estate. I've been in the business for three years. Yeah. But I'm previously a blue-collar truck driver, 27 years old. So I'm right in that. I, am, I think I am one of the last years of a millennial. Uh, you are. Actually. Yeah, I looked up the math. <laughs> so I'm a millennial. Um, that's my market. And uh, I wanted a different life. You know, I didn't want to work the nine to five, so to say. I wanted right. some financial freedom, things of that nature. But I still target, you know, the blue collar millennial people from my world. Sure. So uh, I use it through social media. Well, you know, and it's fantastic because 74% 70, of agents are using Facebook right now. Which would make sense, right? Yeah. Because of based on average age demographic that they would use Facebook and LinkedIn as their platforms. But beyond that, you know, how have you been leveraging social media, Trevor? So I think um, I use Instagram, okay. but that's where all my people are, right? So if we're diving deep on social media and how to use it properly, go where your people are. So right. my demographic is really Instagram, maybe, right. maybe TikTok. Um, but not really Facebook. So I do share everywhere, but ultimately I start with Instagram. Um, somebody who's older, I'd probably suggest I hey, use Facebook because that's where your people are, right. you know? Well, and I would say, and one of the reasons I wanted you on the show is I know you've been consistently doubling your business, right? You're gonna have a big year this year. And how much of your business do you think comes from social media? All of it. <clears throat> really. 100%. I mean, 90 you know, I, I don't okay. have a stat in front of me, but in some form or another, all of it comes from there. Wow. You know, or it gives me, um, so social media gives you validity, right? Sure. So you go on a listing appointment, you sit with them, you show those stats, right? Everybody's looking on the internet, whether it's Zillow, MLS, mm -hmm. everybody's in front of a device looking for their next home. Mm -hmm. I share that stat. I say, hey, look, here's a pie graph, 70% odds that your home is going to be sold through the internet, whether it's from a realtor, whoever it's from, but it's going to be seen on the internet. Why would I not be on there? Right. So I tell them, Hey, I have a presence. I share your house. You know, it's going to be sold through the internet. I'm not going to do mailers. I'm going to promote it through Facebook, Instagram, all of these, you know, realtor, it's going to syndicate everywhere. All of those sites. Um, I can't be a liar. 
and yeah. uh, say, hey, we're going to sell it online, but I'm going to mail I'm going to mail mailers. Yeah, and, and you know, this is really important. And, and just I want to reiterate what you just said about 100% of your, essentially 100% of your business comes from social media. Statistically, you're looking at about 20% of agents get one to 5% of their business through social media. And if you're really knocking it out of the park right now, you're getting 10% of it. Jerry's yeah. getting 100% of it. And you bring up a really interesting thing with it from a listing perspective when you're on a listing appointment kind of defining what it is that you're going to do i would imagine that when you're sitting in front of a a a prospective seller that social media is probably pretty important to them because it rings a bell right i mean i think it's important um home sellers are how old your statistic puts them probably 56 56 right i'm 27 years old so i'm the young gun sitting at the table with these older people right telling them what the new age is doing and how I'm going to sell it. Who's the prospective buyer? A millennial, 33 years old. Mm. So I don't need to appeal to you and your demographic. I need to appeal to the, you know, sell your home to the buyer's demographic. This is how we're going to do it. That's they don't need point. to understand it. Right. I, I explain it to them. I talk them through it. But, you know, when they say, hey, are you going to do those mailers? No, we're not. <laughs> you know, right. um, maybe I do. You know, maybe I trickle them in there, but that's not... It's a small percentage of where it comes from. You know, it's through social media. And then, you know, I, I learned this recently. I said, I can't be a fraud. So probably six months ago, I got a listing mm-hmm. and I said, hey, we're going to do this. You know, right. this is how we're going to sell it. I, you know, I just told you how we're going to do it. And then I went home and I'm like, my social media is kind of lacking. You right. know, how did I just tell them I'm going to do it? They're going to go look me up. Right. Um, and the, they told me that. They actually said when I sat down with them, they said, we looked you up. We vetted you out through Facebook, Instagram. They're awesome people. Um, yeah. But they vetted me out and they said, hey, you are doing it. You know. Right. So then when I sold it, there's truth behind it. So that's when I say 100% comes from there because they're going to check me. Right. You know, it's um, like a fact check. They're going to say, hey, hold on. Let me go on Google and see what he's actually doing. You right. Know? So how do you, so if someone's on the, if someone's listening to this where 5% of their business comes from social media, I mean, everyone knows they need to be in the space, right? Yeah. The question is, can we chunk it down into a plan for someone that's implementable? So when you're going to go on an appointment with someone looking to list a home, what do you say specifically to them as far as where you're going to market it and how you're going to market it? So I tell them it's going to go on Facebook, Instagram. I would use TikTok, but ultimately it comes back just to be shared through Instagram and Facebook, you know, if I created the video there, but we're going to do virtual tours. We'll have a video, you know, a videographer come in and video the whole house. And that's how I promote it. I do open house campaigns. like. So you hired the videographer to come in here and, and photo the whole thing. Do everything. Okay. So they'll give me. 30 to 60 second clips mm. of the home showcasing the, you know, the best parts of the home or the whole home. And that's what I promote. I could do Facebook ads with it. Um, I share it on my story. I post it on my pages. Hey, come to my open house. I use it as an open house campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, I put my face out there. I think it's important to be recognizable. Sure. You, know, they, you don't want to be the man behind the curtain. Sure. So uh, I put myself out there. I put my face on it and, you know, just share it, share it away. Now, the benefit where people lack, um, or they don't realize, I should say, is all of my friends share that. Mm. So my whole world will share that video. And all of a sudden it grows, it expands, expands, expands. Now their friends are sharing it, you know. So like I say, all my business comes from there. I don't know that. That person might be a a stranger. You know, the lineage might go down 
sure. four, four times. It was shared four times, and that person bought the house. Right. But they did see it through social media. Mm. So everything lives and dies off that initial video yeah. that you're doing about the property, and then you take that with your own branding. Yes. And that's what we're putting out there in social media. Yeah, so that would be like the professional type of pieces that I put out. But then also, I just do day-to-day clips, yeah. you know, like a selfie mm-hmm. with the phone. Hey, here we are taking pictures. Stay tuned, you know. Um, we're shooting a, my new listing. I'm out on a buyer's appointment. I'm hanging out with my kid, all of it. So social media is deeper. We just went really deep on business, but it's it's about my life. I'm relatable. Mm. No, that, that makes sense. So when you look at, so you're not doing TikTok, but you're doing kind of a version of that through Instagram, correct? Like yeah. reels? So Instagram has the reels. Yep. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm a millennial. I don't know the TikTok that's a uh, Gen X or Gen Z, whoever it is. Gen whatever, Z, whatever they're coming that. up fast, 25 years old. I'll have my 16 uh, year old sister help me with the TikTok. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to work it. But uh, the reels are essentially a TikTok um, okay. video, something similar. There's audio to it, there's um, visual, mm-hmm. and I'll use that to trickle in, you know, my business, my life, whatever I'm doing. You okay. Know. Now, who do you tag in the post? Is it just, just you sending it out there to your audience? I'll tag, it's just, I'll tag myself, you know, so I don't really tag anyone else. Do you else. tag the homeowner? No. Okay. Um, I actually, uh, another a fellow realtor gave me a tip, um, or she didn't give me a tip, but she told me she won't friend request her clients until mm. after the deal. Okay. Unless they are friend request, unless they friend request me. Okay. You know, so like I said, in one breath, I'm not a fraud. You know, what I say I'm going to do, I do. And my whole life is out there. You guys can all go find it. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly. But um, it's almost too personal. You know, like there needs to be a little disconnect. So my pages aren't private. They can still go find me, but Mm -hmm. I won't let them fully in until after. But I'll tag, I use the hashtags. So you're a trusted realtor. Um wherever the home is, you know, so Monmouth County, Ocean County, the town, um, you know, whatever we're here, Homedale. Sure. If I posted a house in Homedale, those reels syndicate out to so many people and the hashtags help it get there. I'll have 3000 views on a video right. that are strangers. I, I don't have 3000 friends on Instagram, you know, right. but it goes out to the people in those areas. And in turn, maybe I do get a few followers, but it's not really for that. It's about promoting the home, you know, strategically and getting it out to as many eyes as possible. Sure. Now, are you putting any type of a marketing budget into that or is it just all organic? Um, all organic at the moment. I think I need to get a little Great. more, a little more strategic about it. Sure. Um, you know, the videos cost money, so there is a budget, you know, mm-hmm. but that's part of my marketing packet for the listing, you know, right. so it is kind of included, you know, it's photos and video. It's a little right. more expensive, but it's, it's included there. That's great. Nick, do you have anything to add? Well, you're an expert in this area. I mean, you're definitely hitting the nail on the head. We had uh, Spencer come in talking about some of these things that uh, he had some uh, great success stories with. Uh, Dino mentioned uh, earlier on the podcast uh, that resonated with me. He said that where are you going to be in 10, 15 years from now? When someone wants to look up, where is your accountability? And this is it right here. So the thing about social media is, is yes, it's user-friendly it, it can be easy to use but there's so much accountability uh, right. you know it takes a slip up or an accidental you know word photo video copyright infringement and there's just so much legality that can happen and a lot sure. of a lot of uh, consumers or small businesses may neglect that so yeah. i always try to shout that out there's plenty of people in the industry there's plenty of, like social media management companies out there and they'll just get the job done uh but they won't 
necessarily have the backing or legal expertise or protection. They might not even be insured. So really important things too, especially in an industry, because I'm sure a lot of people are looking for someone to take over that aspect of their, their business. So sure. I always plug that in because, you know, being safe is uh, always. No, that, and, and that's a great point. I would also say to the people who this doesn't come organically to, yeah. right? If you hit that average age demographic, hey, if you can't do it and get disciplined enough to do it, reach out to Trevor, reach out to Nick, hire somebody to do it, right? Le leverage. Yeah, right. you leverage it out and focus on what you're good at and leverage out everything else. So I think the biggest thing, touching on what Nick said, is there's a legality piece here, um, but there's you need to be consistent too. Right. So if you're not that good at it, um, hire somebody. And maybe they pepper in you know three posts a week. So you're 12 posts a month, and then you drip in on the other days. Or you, know, you fill in. For me, I want people to know I'm real and... Mm -hmm. I'm a normal person. I'm not a 54 year old woman who wears a suit and you know, that's not me. That, that, I mean, you do have high heels on today. I definitely have high heels on. <laughs> that statistics, not me. Um, when I came over into the business, I had friends laughing at me. You're going to have the suit. You know, I can't right. wait to see you in the suit. You know, you're going to take a headshot. Um, I won't do it. It's not me. I need mm -hmm. to be true to myself. Um, so that works for me, but if it doesn't work for you, um, hire somebody and then still put out just a little bit of your life. Hey, I like to cook. Hey, I, I'm a mom or I'm a dad. You right. know, I think that relatability piece, social media allows you to pull the curtain back, see the person as a human. And that's, that's where my business comes from. Yeah, no, that's great. You bring up a good point of you letting people in to your world, right? You have to be willing to be a little bit vulnerable <clears throat> out in the social media space to, I, I don't say build credibility. I, I think that's the wrong way to put it, but to build uh, I call relatability. It, I call relatability, relatability or yeah. validity. Like, so yeah. it's okay. Um, he, he's doing business or he or she, you know, for me, I'm a he, um, but mm -hmm. <laughs> we're doing business. Um, I am a, a human and I have a life. So I don't, I'm not pulling on people's heartstrings saying, Hey, I have a two year old daughter. Come yeah, give me your, really cute, come giving me your business, but right. Hey, people see it. Hey, he is a new guy. He is doing the business. He, he knows what he's doing. I like him. I feel like I'm friends with him. Like, mm -hmm. or I feel like I know him. I have several deals. Truthfully, people are strangers. We were friends on social media. I never met them. They called me to buy or sell their home. That's great. Strangers. I call them my friends and we are friends. We've talked several times, but sure. We're not sitting here like me and you are. I haven't known them for my my whole life, you know. Sure. Um, but they felt like they knew me and they could relate to me. So I, I want to throw something by you. And, and Nick, feel free to chime in as well. So what I do notice at times with people trying to go through the social media dance is if they're doing something on Facebook, it seems if you're a real estate agent or even a mortgage person, you're doing something on Facebook, it seems like a lot of your audience is the same type of person. Right. So if I'm a real estate agent, so I have 2000 real estate agent friends. And when I put an ad out there, how how successful really is that ad or how successful is that post? And, you know, I've always looked at that saying it could does it really organically help? I know in your situation it does because you came into the industry cold. Right. But if I'm an agent that has a few thousand friends that are all real estate agents, you know, how do we go about trying to make it fresh and get it to the right audience? You think it's paid for ads? Um, 
It's hard to say. I don't right. think. I mean, yes, you could do paid for ads. I would never. I'm. I would never say don't do them. But um, it kind of when you're when you were just speaking, I'm saying know your market, know right. know your clientele, know your business. Mm-hmm. You know who you're targeting. You're a mortgage guy. You're probably friends with two thousand realtors. Yes, that's who you're seeking for business. It's strategic, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's not salesy. It's just strategic. So I don't. I think you would grow it organically. I think it would work. Mm. You know, if I'm out there promoting, I know who my market is. So I'm promoting to those millennials that don't want to that want to work with somebody who's on their wavelength. Sure. You know, as you and you would do the same. You're like, hey, I'm the. Yeah. No, I can see it. People want to be communicated with in the fashion that they want to be communicated with. Just like from a marketing standpoint, uh, people want to be marketed to in the fashion they want to be marketed to, right? And that's right. sort of the whole social media purpose and not necessarily sending the postcards. Yes. You know, you brought up something really interesting with the zero cost essentially associated with doing it. You yeah. know, you have infrastructure costs and video costs, but when the actual advertising piece really not cost you anything to do. I, a lot of real estate agents buy third-party leads. Yeah. Do you buy any? No. And it's not a bad thing, by the way. I'm not. I'm not hating on it. Yeah. You know, but right now, I don't have to. Um, maybe I will one day. Okay. But uh, today, I don't. And one thing I will say: if people are here to uh, listen to this and they're going to challenge me or you know challenge what I'm saying, yeah. Um, you know, like that well, you know, that sphere or that social media, that um, well is going to dry up. Right. What I say to them is I intentionally grow my sphere every day. That's great. So I intentionally get in front of more people, more friends, more business partners. Right. I'm out in the marketplace every day. It organically does grow. It organically grows and you focus on video Yeah. in the marketplace. You know, when you look at lead purchasing as an example, again, it can be a great business pot model to get people up and going. But I just want to throw a couple of stats out there because Zillow is really the big you know, yeah. 800 pound gorilla in the room. So here's the stats on it. When you look at Zillow last year, sold 16.9 million leads. Well, there were only 5.64 million houses sold in the United States. And not every one of those people went through Zillow to do it. Did they look at properties? Perhaps. But when you really look at the selling of the leads, it just can get diluted over the course of time. Again, it can't, it's not that it's not impactful and it can't have value, but it really gets diluted. And let's call it what it is. You know, Zillow, and I'm not saying it's not anything bad. They're a for-profit organization. They claimed a a gross profit last year of $1.58 billion. Well, the majority of their revenue came from Real estate agents, yeah, right? And it's just something, if you if you are in that genre right now, I think it's great and it's providing business for you, but you really got it. We got to have multiple platforms, right? This is multiple free. levels. Why wouldn't you do both, you know? Right. Um, pepper it in there. See if I, it works. You could transition out or you, you could bounce around, you know? Ab- absolutely. It's all right. So we don't pay for any marketing. We think video's uh, best. I, how do you consistently stay in front? I know you say you just do it, but you wake up in the morning and boom, go Trevor. I let you into my life, you know, um, I'll pop, I'll probably post. So people ask, you know, I just did a class, um, and people were picking my brain on how do you post? When do you post? Um, let's call it two or three times a day in some form or another. 
it's not always real estate. I probably okay. always have my compass on. I'm probably always wearing a polo or this pullover. You'll always see a piece of what I do or who I am. Right. But maybe, uh, you know, my daughter sings in the car in the morning when I bring it, when I drop her off. Sometimes okay. I just record that. Why? It's fun. It's cool. It was a nice little dad moment. I shared it out with the world. Um, that's not real estate, but sure. I'll probably post two to three times a day. Now, did you find you find yourself having to make a cognitive shift to do that, or does it just come naturally to you? It's probably 50-50. Okay. So sometimes, I mean, some days are busier than others. Mm -hmm. I'll save some stuff sometimes. So perception is reality, right? And I think right. everybody should know that. Um, if I showed five houses today, you might only saw three, and I might post two tomorrow. Right. And I'll save them, so I'll have a little bank of some information if you know there is a slow day or something I want to put out. I'll also share my like business business partnerships mm -hmm. or my friends stuff. So if my friend has something cool going on, I'm just going to share it. He posts it. I'll just share it. That's content for me. Right. And validity. People right. are like, wow, you're connected to this guy or you're connected to that guy. You know, that that's the lineage we talk about. It goes so many places. You find mutual friends and that grows like, oh, he's hanging out with the big dogs or he's running with these guys. He's sure. got to be doing something right. Um, that's why I'm here today. You, you know, like, so that it's cool for me to even be here today, but yeah, that's the well, all publicity is good publicity for the most part. Yeah. I'll take right? anything. Uh, Nick may take issue with that. <laughs> got to watch over, but that is a golden nugget. Having an arsenal. A lot of people like make content and like to throw it right out there. You know, people get, they get married, they get their wedding video. It's up the next day. Right. That's completely different. Right. But yeah. you're, your, your business and you're, you're stocking up on information. Obviously some of them is are time sensitive. So you want to launch them a little bit earlier, but having an arsenal keeps you rejuvenated and let you keep going. Yeah. So if you're not that good at it, or if you're not that cognizant of it and you're getting started, save a few things. Don't sure. post 20 things a day. You're diluted. What are you going to do? What do you do? If any of us are on Instagram and you're looking at a story, you're just going to click, click, click or swipe out of it. You right. know, like, Hey, this person posts too much crap, you know, or even unfollow. Or unfollow, yeah. yeah. Right. But if I post, I'm not that strategic. It's not like I post every day at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. But if I did, and I know people who do, they're like, oh, that's Trevor putting out that video of him and his daughter, let's say. Every right. day, if I posted that every day, like dad car drives, hashtag. People would see it. They remember, even if they swiped through it, they know what it is. So you're in front of their face every day. You're like the person who doesn't, who doesn't say take no for an answer. You know, I'm not right. indirectly selling them. And reminding them who I am, what I am, just staying, you know, sure. relevant in their life to some, uh, like subliminally. Yeah, ma makes sense. And then to that point about, you know, having the coffers full, it's like you go to the grocery store, right? You put everything in the refrigerator. You don't come home and eat everything. No. <laughs> you just don't. You kind of, <laughs> you, you gradually feeding it out over the course of time to stay relevant. And I don't think that's lying. It's like I said, Not at all. It, it's just, it's a... Uh... A half truth, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, not even that. I'm I sitting mean, on all... my couch or, or yeah. I could post a, that I was out at a showing right now. We're shooting a podcast, you know, right. perception is reality. Sure. I'm out in the marketplace. Even this, this is, um, this is marketing. You know, right. I, I should post this, you know, it's a partnership between us, you know? Yeah. Tell you completely. Now I, I know a lot of people got a good beat on Facebook, right? I really want to do a little bit of a deeper dive on Instagram, uh, because you guys are really good at it. So from an Instagram standpoint, all right, I opened up an Instagram account. Most real estate agents and mortgage people don't necessarily have one based on the age demographic. Right. So, all right, I've opened up the account. Well, how do I invite followers to that? Can I piggyback off of? 
I'm pretty sure Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, they're the same owners now. Right. It's Meta or whatever it is. Nick probably knows better. So I, I'm nervous. He's, look, he's looking so at far, me. So I'm good. like, I want to make sure. <laughs> I really, I'm just, uh, I just shoot from the hip in a sense that I don't, I mean that in a, uh, we'll learn as we go. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm not going right. to, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and read the textbook and then go do it. Sure. We're just going to, we're going to do it. Um, so they're the same company. If you opened up, if you had a Facebook and opened up an Instagram, you can link your, your contacts. So automatically, I'm pretty sure you could transfer over a lot of those followers, so to say. So you just got to, so the goal is you're going to have people follow, you're going to follow them and hope that they're going to follow you back. Just like you're inviting yep. friends to, to Facebook. Yep. Yes. And now all of the information that gets posted to Facebook, we're taking that same information and we're posting it on Instagram. Yes. Which works most of the time. And that's a whole nother strategy. So kind of like he was mentioning earlier. I usually, not to cut Nick off, I go yeah. from Instagram to Facebook. Yeah. I think it transfers better. Yeah. You so also, yeah. You have options like that. Yeah. I do. My stories are posted on Instagram and shared to Facebook. Got it. My posts are posted on Instagram and shared to Facebook. Um, and then certain things don't mm. transfer. So then, you know, you know, you know, I got to post this here. You know, you do have to do it twice mm -hmm. in theory. But a majority of this stuff does transfer relatively easy. So they are aligned. If you pulled up both of my pages, they're pretty similar. How long does it take you to do two to three posts a day? Seconds. <clears throat> so seconds. I'm going to do the quick return on investment with that. It's like a million percent. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? It takes you zero time to do it, just the discipline to do it and the focus to do it. So my, like, I'm on it anyway. Right. I'm on it anyway. Why wouldn't I be putting out some information? Sure. You make, know? Makes sense. It's um, a lot. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's, it's a lot like... Nick's kind of tired today. <laughs> you, can, you can give someone... I can give you an A to Z plan. I can guarantee you results. Uh, you could be a millionaire. I can give you a lot of... T like, hey, do this, do that, do that. The problem is, is there's, a, you know, there's, there's percentages out there. People just won't do it. They're like, oh, I really want to. I wish I could. I, right. ex you know, excuses and so forth. Some people try, but then they give up. And that's it, right? So if you can incorporate it in your life or someone who is, a, uh, it's, it's part of his lifestyle, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. But then even he'll know, it's like, hey, I know what I'm doing, but eventually I want to even strategize beyond that. So yeah, it's not, there's right. not really much strategy to it. I'm just putting out like, it's a day in the life. Every right. day is the best way to put it. It's Which a day is a in strategy the life. in itself. Yeah. That's really what it is. And it's a walking portfolio that's just like in a, it's always ever, it's ever evolving. So You like doing it, don't you? I do like doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, people laugh at certain things. Like there's just funny stuff that we see throughout the day and I just share it. And like I said, it's not all real estate related, but you know, it, it's, it's mixed. That's fantastic. So listen, we're going to go to a quick break. Trevor, we're going to come back and pick up where we left off. Cool. So if you're the type of person that loves great sushi like I do, check out Sushi King, located in East Windsor, New Jersey. They have handcrafted, authentic Japanese sushi and sashimi, Asian fusion, family-owned and operated business, and it's the kind of business that remembers your name. It truly is a hidden gem, located at 440 US 130 in East Windsor, New Jersey. Check out Sushi King. You will not be disappointed. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Greg Wareham again with Your Mortgage Process. I have Trevor West here today. We were talking a little bit off air about intentionality of doing this. So, Trevor, why don't you pick that up? So, I don't know if I said it earlier, but uh, I'm intentional about it. So, those posts two or three times a day, you're always going to get it. We're going to stay in front of these people. Um, I think that's important, you know, the consistency, but the intention. Right. What am I putting out? How am I putting it out? Um, we could all do that better. 
Sure. The time of day you're putting it out. I mean, I think the time matters. You know, there's people sure. like there's people like Nick who I seek out for guidance on when to post <laughs> or how to post or what day to post. Sure. But um, beyond all that, if we're talking to like the intro person, just do it. Right. Don't think about all that stuff. We can dive deeper right. as you do it more. And that's where I'm at. I'm seeing a little bit of traction with it. Okay, let's go deeper. When do I post? How do I post? Sure. What do I say? You know? And along those lines too is tracking the results of it, right? Track the data. Yeah. So you had mentioned earlier that there's one particular thing that you had done. You had 3,000 views. Yeah. Well, there's 3,000 views. How many, how long are people staying on it? There's a lot of whole behind the scenes metrics associated with it as well. So yeah, I mean the data and then seeking out other resources for how to post, how to do it. Yeah. Um, I listened to another podcast. He says, I'm going to backtrack. Sure. So I'm not your average realtor. I want to do things different, all that, you know, go pull up every realtor's page. It's just listed under contract, just closed. Wow. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Right. I'm making all this money. Nobody wants to work with us. Like we're just out there showboating, driving the white Mercedes. I think that's the big, the big joke, yeah. you know, um, I listen to this podcast and he says, that's stupid <laughs> essentially right. is what he said. And he says, post your client's story. So post their story and then tell your story mm. and watch how much more traction you get. So I'm giving away free nuggets and then people are going to try to steal my business, but that's yeah, fine. You there's know enough what, for all of us. You know what? That's a great point though. It all comes back to at the end of the day, I do my job, you do your job, Nick does his job and it's all about the client. Yes. It's about the person buying a home. It's about the person listing a home and closing the transaction and how that impacts them. And that's really the story. Not that you necessarily made platinum level. No. Who cares about the accolade, right? right. Um, the one, we just closed the deal. And he, uh, Chris proposed to Melissa I know, at the, the day of closing. I got a videographer. He came out. He recorded the whole thing. She had no idea. Totally surprised. I put this whole little 60-second clip together, shared it. Um, I told them this up front. So Chris calls me. He says, hey, we're under contract. I want to propose to her. I said, listen, selfishly, I'm going to have a videographer come do it. It's going to work in your benefit, though. It's going to be great for me for marketing. And for you, she'll have no idea. She thinks I'm recording, you know, closing day. She'll right. never know. And a great video came out, and I put it out. It was their story. I pretty much told, did a brief synopsis of what I just said to you. Yeah. I told their story, my story, what this is about for me. Right. Who am I helping next? Yeah, it was a fantastic post, too. And they were great people. I handled that transaction. It was great fantastic. People. They really um, were. They're ecstatic, though. Like, yeah. That's a memory. They're going to think of me. They're going to be able to tell that story. Um, they're good friends of mine. I've known them forever. Yeah. So I wanted to help them. But that's what you want. I want people talking about me. You know, good, bad. Like you said, there's no bad publicity. So you put that out there. Wow, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. You sure. know, maybe we do some other pop-up events. You go do some other things. But it's not, hey, I just sold this house. It was, hey, we surprised my, you know, one of our clients. My client, you know, I helped him surprise his fiance and you know now his fiance he proposed. Yeah, it's fantastic. Subliminally, I, mean, I said, "Hey, we closed this house today." Right. But I didn't post that. You know, go look at what everybody else does, you know. So I try to, you know, when everybody else is zigging, I want to zag, you know, do it do it a little a different. contrarian. Yeah. To it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it does come across in the different posts that that, that you do, Trevor. They're great. That's new. That's like 3 months since I right. got that tip. Life-changing. Fantastic. You know, changes everything. That's fantastic. 
So, you know, we talk about, you know, promoting and getting new clients, someone looking to buy or looking to sell. But I think another very important aspect of this is retention of clients. Just a couple stats for you. 90% of people work with a real estate agent to complete a transaction when they buy or sell a house. 68% of them work with a real estate agent that was referred to them. But only 53% of people use the original agent. However, when the people are, those same people are polled, would they have worked with the original agent? It's like 87% of them would have. So they're going somewhere else because you're not staying in front of them. So I do friend them. Eventually you do friend them. This is the best way to stay in front of them. Facebook's amazing. It tells you when their birthday is. Mm. I don't need to have some crazy software and storing all this data so I know when to reach out to them. It, you know, it, it tells me everything. It tells me they just had a baby. It tells me. Their, their, uh, their first grandson was born. Like all of these things makes us look like superstars, but this supercomputer gave it all to us. I, I hope everyone did like, that was a nugget because everyone's always searching for the next best contact management system, right? Yeah. I'm going to track this. It's going to do that. It's going to email this, all these great things that, and how much is it going to cost to do it? And at the end of the day, none of those systems can compete with the data that's in Facebook. It's there. It's a multi-billion dollar company, right? Yeah, you got to find it. Fantastic point. And stay on top of it. Be intentional, to your point, about what you're doing. So things too, like, you know, it tells you, hey, you have five friends' birthdays today. Right. Don't hit the auto fill happy birthday. Yeah. Give them a little love. Give them an extra two words, an extra three words. Give them something that... uh, How about put their name at the end of it? Yeah. that's, that that would simple. be awesome. Yeah. And what did it take you? An extra two seconds to spell out those couple letters you right. know, on the keyboard? Makes all the difference. Um, same thing, people look for referrals. You know, We're on the internet. So, hey, who's got a landscaper? Who's got a mortgage guy? Who's, sure. got, a, who's got a realtor? Um, I don't just drop Greg Wareham. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, you need a mortgage guy? You have to call Greg Wareham. He is the absolute best. No one will take care of you better. Right. Guess what? I find out from the people I refer, those calls are coming in. Did they get the job? Did they get the client? Maybe, maybe not. Sure. But they got the phone call. Right. And they were reminded that I referred them. Right. It works. You Fantastic. Know, you you yeah. just drop a name. They're going to be like, all right, cool. 30 other people dropped the name. This dude wrote a little paragraph. Right. What's this about? He must actually know them. Right. That's the whole other half of the business now. So that's a great question to everyone listening. How many times have you logged in, not just a post, but have you liked someone else's content? Right. A lot of people just utilize it and they just put stuff out, but they're not sharing. Like you mentioned earlier, you shared your friend's personal yeah. thing. It's totally not related to work, but because you're human, you're like, hey, this is my friend. This is what he's doing. And it could lead to more, but it wasn't your intention. It's genuine. Yeah. Hey. Now, what you mean by that is how much are you liking other people's content? Yeah. Next. So like, you know, for example, um, you know, other clients that I represent, like you mentioned a proposal, like the, there'll be a proposal and these people follow my business. So of course I'm getting engaged. Oh my God, congratulations. Stop yeah. by, maybe like grab a free drink or a free donut, you know, champagne on us or yeah. just anything inclusive. And to be, like you said, like I'm not, I'm not doing it for, there's no monetary like secret tactic here. It's just authenticity. Like, hey, that's great. Don't forget about us, come by. You know what? Something just popped into my head while you're saying that when I'm taking in what you're both saying is if I was on the telephone with somebody and it was somebody's birthday, I wouldn't say happy birthday, click, There'd be some conversation associated with it being your birthday. And if we look at social media as an extension of a conversation, just have that conversation. I mean, that's eye-opening for me. As you're saying that, I'm like, 
It's yeah. just like talking to him on the phone. Oh, happy birthday, Trevor. How you doing? All right. How old What's are you going today? on? What's going on? Right. Do I have time for it or do I really care? I mean, yes, I do care, but there's a time and a place for it. Sure. Make people feel important. They want to talk. Sure. You know, so it's it's engaging. And you know what? And we want to listen as human beings. Yes. You know, we were at, you were actually listening to me on the phone the other day. Yeah. And talking to a customer and uh, there's someone on my team there that we're kind of training. And, you know, when I got off the phone, you know, the feedback was, you know, you got to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Have conversations with people because that's the fun of what we do. That's why we're in sales. Yeah. Have conversations, listen, care. It's not a transaction. It's about the people and relating it back to social media. Have the conversation. That's a huge takeaway. So, and then to piggyback off of what Nick was saying, um, when you like or when you interact with someone, there's algorithms here that put you in front of them more. Right. So is it strategic? Maybe, but it's authentic. Like right. I, I want, hey, I want to talk to you. I want to like this. I want to say that. Naturally, I know the system's going to put me in front of them more. Yeah. And you know what? That's another great point because don't confuse in being intentional with being non-authentic. Yes. Right? Everything is authentic. It's just intentional in the way that you're delivering the information, but the conversations have to be authentic. Right. So I'm thinking as we're talking here, I'm thinking who are we appealing to? Who's listening to this? Right. Other agents. So I'm giving them the back end secret. Sure. The public has no idea what, right. you know, I'm engaging in them. Sure. But I know, and I'm telling you guys that there's an algorithm that will put you in front of them more. Right. That will make you win more. That's a great point. Now, I'm going to switch gears back to, to video. You had mentioned your videographer earlier. Do you use YouTube at all? I do not. Okay. I mean, I know that we've done it. You know, Nick and I have worked on some different YouTube things. One specifically, it was a 14-part series we put together for first-time homebuyers. Check it out, guys. But, you know, that's a very, video's very recognized, and it's organically better. Correct, Nick? Yeah, so people gravitate towards videos. There's, there's a percentage of consumption that is more likely to be had than just an average photo. Sure. So, you know, again, Instagram is great, but just like you're saying with Reels, which is like big competition against TikTok, um, you know, vi video is just going to have way more uh, attention grabbing. But to your, uh, we're playing, we're cutting each other off. Yeah, here. go ahead. Go ahead, Trevor. Um, to your you're point, the guest. We're having a conversation, right? Yeah. This is us having a conversation in person. This is human nature. Right. So when you put that video out there, you're having a conversation with them. So They've, you you need a YouTube channel that's your YouTube channel where you're putting those videos that you're recording and you're coding it with the property's address right on YouTube. So now when someone's doing an organic search, perhaps in that area, maybe that property is coming up higher in that organic search. I'm doing it. Doing that today. Yeah, we're doing it. Fantastic. I'm probably going to leverage that out. I'll okay. be honest. I'm probably going to call <laughs> call a Nick, you know, and, and see if he can't help me. We we used to do that with a uh, software company that uh, I was a partner at with Realtor Concierge. We had a we had a YouTube site and we we put the properties all there. And what we did notice is those agents' properties, we of course had permission to market them, yeah. would show up higher in any type of area search for a property. I mean, so that's awesome. Um, and the YouTube thing, as my wheels are turning, um, not to pivot here. I'm getting two off-market flips currently. Mm -hmm. I would like to document that and show my value, right? With all of this, this social media, all sure. of this marketing is showing value. So I can put out a series on how I took this, pro how I got this project and how we're going to, you know, fix this project and how we're going to sell it. That's awesome, my friend. That's the whole series. Tell the story. Tell the story. Absolutely.
So, you know, one of the other things that I was reading about were websites. And in, in my industry, in the mortgage industry, a lot of people use websites to complete applications. I know I do it frequently. I'll direct someone. But what I was reading for real estate is 69% of agents use a website. However, most of those websites are more than five years old. And really what resonated with me, going back to an earlier statistic that we used, in 2018, 44% of people were viewing things online. Well, five years ago was 2017, right? And now 100% of people are using online. If you're using a five-year-old website, like you're not part of the, the revolution, the, yeah. right? You're yeah. just not of the digital revolution. And your digital footprint like how great can it be if you're not staying on top of those things? And that we've been talking about either you can do it yourself, that's a technical issue, or you need to hire a third party to really make that state of the art to have impact. So I think I got to do it. I don't have a website. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have one that um, my broker, you know, provides. It's sure. kind of like generic, but I would like to make one that's state of the art with today's times. Um, but it's expensive. Right. So I've done everything else first to make sure that, you know, I put my, uh, draw the line in the sand. I'm here to stay, you know, planting my flag. We're not going anywhere. Now I'm going to do that. Right. Then, cause I want to be like a commodity. I want people to, you know, I let people into my life. Right. I, I want to know more. You know what I mean? Like the onion, let's peel back the layers and I can direct them somewhere to see what I do, you know? Not your average realtor, you know. I don't, Absolutely, like a, we got to get a little hashtag going or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, and it's all part of the synergy of all of it, right? Yeah, making sure that we've checked all our boxes to be part of the digital revolution that's going on, and the, you know, we're in a, just in a very unique time in history. When you look at revolutions like the Industrial Revolution, you know, you had the Industrial Revolution in the you know late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. And then the next revolution really doesn't come until the 1980s where you start getting into more high tech. So you're looking at all this time goes by. But now because things move so quickly and we're so digital, we have revolutions that have a shortened time frame. And yeah. we're in the middle of one right now. Yeah. Like something comes out, it becomes this revolution of what we're doing that's quickly replaced in a 10-year time frame. I mean, it might even be quicker. May even be quicker, right? I mean, you look at, uh, you know, Facebook didn't even trump MySpace. Now, I don't even know if you guys remember MySpace. Oh, I had a MySpace. I had some good songs. That's 2008. I, I wish Facebook would bring the song back, actually. That's my favorite <laughs> part of MySpace. <laughs> but you're looking at, in, and then you have, you have Facebook takes over in 2008. And then you have Instagram. And you got Twitter. And you got, you know, all and these no. things just continue to come into the marketplace where if you're not growing, you're dying right now, where you used to have some wiggle room in time. There's no wiggle room, right? And uh, we're all accessible, right? So every single, you know, app or company you just named pulls back the curtain. Right. So now you're not this hierarchy. You're not, you're not, you're, you're exposed instantly, yeah. you know, basically. So you have to stay up with it. And if you're late, don't post it. So those things that go viral, yeah, I'm not that hip on the viral stuff, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Don't post it a week later. Right. You know, it, it's no longer viral, but. But yeah, I mean, you have to stay on, on top of all this stuff and you got to, yeah. technology moves quickly. Going back to an earlier stat that I had mentioned, if 41% of agencies are having a difficult time keeping up with technology, it really puts it back into the hands of the mortgage person, of the real estate agent to be able to learn it, do it yourself, Yes. right? And be able to do it at a high level. And like I said before, you're either, you're growing or you're dying. Yeah. And it's never been more rele relevant than it is today. Yeah, I, I couldn't disagree more. Yeah, with that being said, Trevor.
What else you got for us, my friend? Give me a nugget. I need a nugget from you. I got a nugget. Okay. Um, we were talking, the coaching group, right? I'm a part of uh, the Lions Den. So it's um, Sean Whalen. He has this group. He's grown his whole business on social media. Mm -hmm. um, he does coaching calls once a week. Um, it's something I pay for. But he says, if you're not doing video, and that's really to sum all this up, if you're not doing video, or every day you don't do video, sorry, your um, competitors are getting better at it. Right. So get out there and do it. That's the nugget. Is just put it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be pretty. Start, and then we could always grow it. Nick, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give us a nugget. Giving back to the community is the best thing, the best tactic. There's nothing better. I promise you. I don't care what kind of business you are. Small, big, large, venue, uh, independent. Just being involved with the community is the most not only rewarding, but it will have tremendous return uh, because as long as you're uh, obviously like authentically we're talking about because behind the curtain, you're doing the right thing and you're part of something bigger than yourself. It'll always win. Oh, that's fantastic, guys. So today is our 10th episode of the podcast. I really appreciate all the guests. Tre Trevor, thank you again. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Nick. And I appreciate everyone out there listening. Uh, Trevor, could you please give your contact information if anyone needs to reach out to you? So I'm Trevor West. My phone number is 732-735-5515. I'm Trevor West on Facebook and the Real T West on Instagram. So fantastic catch west, me keeping it real awesome west properties everyone Thank and you. again to reach out to us you can reach us uh, via our website yourmortgageprocess.com greg at yourmortgageprocess.com is the email address and then the phone number is area code 385-519-HOME so that's 385-519-HOME or 4663 thanks again everyone we look forward to catching up with you next week Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.